March 16th, 2021. My name is Kellen Conley and this is Hyphen Nation. How's everybody doing tonight? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing great. Hope things are wonderful for you out there. Before we go any further though, Morgantown Weather Report. That's what y'all here for. I did I didn't do it last episode and it didn't quite feel right, so let me go ahead and get this app pulled up. Currently, it is 50 degrees here in Morgantown, clear with periodic clouds. It's actually great outside right now. It's starting to become spring. I'm not safe until March is over, probably like a little bit of April, but it's starting to feel real good around here. Uh, looks like we got a 10% chance of rain in the early morning hours. More importantly, though, tomorrow we're looking at highs of 69, partly cloudy. Ooh, 100% chance of precipitation during the night, though. Thursday, it's going to rain. It's going to be 62, but it's supposed to rain all day. And then Friday, we got 45, 55, 62, 67, 67. It's looking quite lovely around these parts. But before I get into the episode proper here, actually, no, no, no. Hyphen Nation is brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group. Bringing great podcasts to the people, hyphenpodcastgroup.com, and also by my semi-regular co-host, Marcus Show Mad Love Robinson's blog, Mark Rob. He writes terrific prose, and I went with terrific instead of unparalleled prose on all kinds of topics. He's got five years worth of material in there, or is it four years? Five years. He's written about movies, TV, he's written about race about drake he's written about uh wale somebody who's actually talked about in this episode he has talked about blade Runner. yeah blade runner yeah i wanted to say it was trying but it was blade runner he writes and he writes so well that he's working on a secret writing project that i can't tell you about yet maybe someday but if you want to go check out his writing, it's themarkrob.wordpress.com. Again, that's the M-A-R-C-R-O-B dot wordpress.com. Now, what, what had happened was I was going to skip this episode. I I just couldn't pull it together. I couldn't find time to record. I, I had done the bracket, and I was like, yeah, I'll talk about the bracket a little bit. I don't think I could have stretched the bracket into a whole ass episode, and I didn't really have anything else that I could think of what I wanted to say. So instead, I was saved by my archives because if you remember back in November, me and Marcus got together and released our episode about Grantland. And at the end of that episode, Marcus and I talked for another 40 some minutes. Well, I just went through that and it actually has a lot of listenable material in it. So... Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to talk about this one thing that happened to me that I ran across today. And I'm going to cut into that. And then you're going to listen to me and Marcus talk about uh, a little behind the scenes stuff with the pod. Uh, talk about um, how, like, we talk about, I mean, <laughs> Marcus has been so gracious in trying to organize a monthly Sunday chat for everybody so we can kind of touch base. And we talk about that a little bit. Then we talk about Joe Budden, and this is when he was going through his whole leaving Spotify thing. We talk about Common, talk about Wale, a little bit about the NFL, not watching the NFL, and sports and things like that. We're, we go all over the place. But honestly, it's just the two of us just kind of kicking it. And it's, it's honestly, I think it's a real, it's, it's different when you're, when you're podcasting. Because when we're bro, when we're on live, we're trying to, get our points across as succinct as possible, succinctly as possible, and not step on the other one when we're talking and trying to cover everything we want to say. But when we, the mics are on and we're just talking, it's it's just like you're a, a, a third wheel that can't talk. Uh, the fly on the wall, as they say. That's what you are uh, this episode. So you get to listen to me and Marcus talk, and and I, I find it kind of entertaining if it I find it entertaining. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I was talking to Marcus and my other semi-regular co-host, George Gerbo, just a few minutes ago about 
getting sneakers and if I should get some mids. Because uh, I'm really looking at some uh, Air Jordan 1s. I'm like, man, I got to pull a trigger on some 1s. I got to give me some 1s, but I cannot drop $500 to get the 1s I want. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. And they, and Marcus said, get what you like. So I'm I'm doing what I like here. And episode 181 is going to be Marcus and I just some behind the scenes action of us just hanging out and talking. So you get to be a part of us hanging out and talking. But to get back to what I wanted to say before I get into, into me and Marcus, I was deleting old emails. My Gmail, my Google account is filling up. I only have like 15, maybe 17 gigs. And I have a lot of space that's taken up by old attachments and Gmail. So I was going back in my Gmail and deleting anything that had attachments that was greater than five megs. So I'm going back and looking through stuff. And I found this email from my dad about, it was 11 years ago, actually, he sent me this. And I had um, ran across, uh, it's funny, because I was just talking about Jodeci last episode, I'd ran across a clean version, a radio version of Jodeci's Get On Up. And back in those days, me and dad, especially with the, the music being so accessible, I would always be sending dad music through Gmail and stuff as I ran across it, or he would ask me to find stuff, and I'd find it and send it to him. I ran across this Get On Up edit, and I was like, hey, I know you used to love this song back in the day, and this is clean, so, so I wanted to send it to you. Um, hope you enjoy it. Hope you still enjoy it, is what I said. So this, and this is off the top, because I, I deleted it. And I remembered this email existed. I just hadn't read it in so long. But my father comes back to me. He's like, thank you for the song. It's funny that you can remember things like this, but you can't help me. You can't assist me with paying back your student loan. Okay. So what had happened was I went to school and way back in 2001, I had some Parent Plus loans. Couldn't get loans on my own I had to do parent plus and those essentially mean that both I'm trying to think it means that they're my loans but they're also my dad my dad co-signed for the loans that's what it was the parent plus loans is when your 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 parent or your guardian co-signs for you my dad co-signed off on some loans for me and so I went to school for two years and got. I had some money issues and we got that cleared up. My mom um, helped me clear all that up. So I went back to school in 2005 and I had my dad do another loan for me. Um, well, this one, my dad did the Parent Plus loans and school didn't work out because I never focused on it. Just wanted to mess around and party and everything like that. Had my head in the clouds. Big surprise. <laughs> Y'all have listened to me have my head in the clouds for 180 plus episodes now. And so I ended up uh, being on academic, academic probation. I had to, get, I had to drop out. And so I'm working at Teletech and stuff. So my dad, who's now responsible for these loans, and these loans are hurting his credit, is like, can you help me with the loans? And quite honestly, there was no way in hell I could help him with the money for the loans at all I I just didn't have it and I 2008 was a rough year for me um I was drinking a lot and things like that going through depression but um yeah I, I couldn't help my dad in 2008 2009 I kind of started getting my back on my started kind of get back on my feet but I still wasn't in a position to help him so he kept asking if I could help him and I was telling him no and so when I sent dad the song, he, he had just kind of had it with uh, me not helping pay these loans off, any assistance with. And he said, funny how you can remember that, but um, you can't remember to help me pay back these loans I asked you for assistance with. And he wasn't, it wasn't an angry email. Then he goes on to say, I guess Angel and I had started talking about getting married around this time, or I had said something to dad about possibly getting married. 
around this time. This is 2010. We didn't get married for another three years. But I, um, you know, I, I probably started floating around. Me and Angel had been together for seven years at that point. And I probably said it to him. And he's like, it's funny how you can take responsibility for something like getting married or this. But you can't take responsibility to remember those who had a part in raising you. Now, I may or may not have said this over the years, but me and my, um, I, I was a poor communicator just for years and years uh, with my family after I moved out. And, you know, it affected my relationship with my, with my stepmother affecting my relationship with my dad, but I I just didn't really reach out, and then I expected when I came home that everything would be okay, and a lot of times it wasn't okay, because they really hadn't heard from me that much, I just didn't keep in touch, I was awful at it, and so my, my dad said, it's funny that you uh, can't take responsibility and remember um, who helped get you to where you are today, he said, um, I think somewhere along the way, you may have forgotten who you are. And this is to me in 2010, so I would have been uh, 27 at this point when, he, when he's saying this. And then he says, um, went on to say, Kellen, I, I don't know what happened, but I have failed. Um because he, he really felt like he had fell because here I was, 2010. I think I was, I wasn't, or was I think I may have been in school again, but the thing was, like, I just wasn't communicating with the family. I wasn't around. Uh, and the only way that I was really talking to the dad was email. And it'd be, I'd pop up at home every now and then and expect everything to be okay, and it wasn't okay. And he went on to say that something that happened in the past few weeks that he realized he wasn't going to be here anymore eventually. And he wanted me to realize that that my father would was only here for a limited amount of time and that I really, and same with my other family, and I really needed to try to take advantage of the time that I had and and just kind of maybe change a little bit and think about that and then he said and that that was it it was just a, a short little paragraph probably about seven to nine sentences long and I completely forgot about him sending that to me and I, I tell you man I, it's 11 years from it's almost 11 years since I got that email and it cut me deep again this morning and I was like damn I was I was sucked I absolutely sucked back then. And truth be told, I never really got things right with my mother. We, we've we discussed this on the pod before, before she passed. Um, Me and dad are great now since she passed, so it's a gift and a curse that I lost my stepmother. Um, But I feel like me and my dad do really well uh, now. And so I'm very grateful to, for that, but it's it's crazy to look back and read his words then and see where I'm at now, because I'm, knock on the wood, knock on the wood, I'm doing the best that I possibly can right now, you know, and, and it's working, I mean, got got a beautiful family, um, financially secure, as secure as I can be, got a job. I still have my dad in my life. And, you know, I, I still don't... <laughs> Communication can still be a problem for me sometimes, but especially when it comes to him, it, it's not anymore. But it's great. I wonder how much influence that letter had on me, ultimately kind of finally getting back on track and getting my life together. Because really, it wasn't until like late 2011 that I had like the wake up call where it was like, all right, you, you kind of got to start flying right. And then started flying right. And then 2012 is when I got the job where I'm currently at. 
2013 got married. 2014 we had Leah, and it's just been one step at a time, one step at a time, one punch at a time, one round at a time. From there, but it, it's it's crazy how those things can kind of pop up and make you reflective on who you used to be and how you got to be where where you are today. So I want to take this time to let my father know that I am very grateful for all the lessons he imparted and I hope he doesn't feel like he still failed. I um I believe that we've had a conversation since then that he's proud of me. I think he said it to me a few times over the years since then. Um and I, I do honestly believe he 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 does feel like he's raised um that he he's done all he can to raise me. I don't feel like he feels like he failed anymore. It's something he definitely felt back then and it it's something I regret. I can't change it obviously. But it's it, it's it's funny the things we go through to become the people that we want to be. But that's my monologue. Um, I'm going to go ahead and kick it over to me and Marcus. Honestly, it's 45 minutes of us just hanging out down the street. Same old thing that we did last week. No Danny Masterson. And I hope you enjoy it. I'll be back next week. I got a guest lined up for tomorrow night. So I need to get off here and edit this and post it so I can get to bed so I can talk to that guest tomorrow and be ready. And then that episode will come out next Tuesday. Without further ado, appreciate each and every one of y'all. Thanks, y'all. I think right about here is good. You think I need your money? Hello, world. This is me, your favorite producer, Uncensored Mike, and I'd like to tell you guys about my new show, The Soapbox on Isla Pal. It has me, it has my friends, and it has your favorite people who you don't even know yet. Come listen to us and meet some new folks. That's it. And we out just like that. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm going to switch the scene. <laughs> oh, man. Do we go too hard on Republicans? Well, did I go too hard on Republicans? <laughs> nah, bro. You, you did great on Republicans. You did great on Republicans. Let me mute my mic on OBS and let that play out. Yeah, man. That that was that was a ride and a half. That was good. That was real good. After my technical difficulties. Good <laughs> so, do, something, man. so do you stream the Twitch to Facebook? Um yeah, that that's normally what I do. Um the virtual camera that I was trying to show you on Skype is normally what I'll put on Facebook and then it just all feeds through to um the Facebook. And I tried to do that once the virtual cam didn't work in Skype for you, but then um I couldn't figure out how to get the sound to come through on Facebook because I had your your uh, your mic, my mic, and I was getting lost in the sauce. So I just stopped it. Uh, but we got most of this episode on Skype. We got the beginning of it on Skype before I stopped it because you had no audio. But it was good, man. It was real good. Cool, man. Did um, cause you were did you? Cause I see you put episode Monday, but didn't you do a live stream? Was that Sunday or I? I think no, it was Tuesday. I did, I did a live stream yesterday morning. I finished it last night. And I finished, I did the edit last night. I don't know if you were still watching when I was editing, because I did it on the stream too. And then I went ahead and, and posted it. Um, and then I I, I backdated it for Tuesday because that was the actual date it was supposed to drop. <laughs> so it has the it has the Tuesday date on it, but it's the one I recorded yesterday. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's on. I don't, maybe you shouldn't backdate. Why'd you backdate it? 
I don't know. Cause I'm supposed to come out on Tuesdays. I don't know. Like anybody cares. Well, no, it kind of matters because if you on, I know on Spotify at least when if you backdate, so basically Spotify app is kind of it's not necessarily good. Mm-hmm. It's like decent, but if you backdate it to on my feed, it showed as a Monday post, and I actually missed it because chronologically, because like if I'm on. So, I mean, like, for example, like, today's Thursday, if you posted and you backdated for the Monday, and I'm only looking at the Tuesday, I'm only looking at Wednesday and Thursday post. Yeah, nobody can see that episode. Yeah. Yeah. I see your point. Yeah, because I had to scroll down to find it. Yeah, I didn't, I don't, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore then. But plus, I don't, I don't know why. But yeah, it's, it's on there. And I didn't really promote it other than Mel said doing her little picture because uh, I didn't want to step on y'all and stuff. So I'm going to promote it tomorrow. Did Melissa never post it for our pod? No, she did. She did. She posted. Uh, uh, she, she did get, get y'all. Oh. I saw I got tagged on Instagram, but I'm never really on Instagram, so I didn't see it. She did, um, She also posted that we were live tonight, so... God bless that woman. How was y'all's um? How was y'all's thing that y'all did the other night? Um, it went it went, it went well. Oh, you mean mm-hmm. for me and Mel set? Yeah, when y'all uh, were, no, uh, y'all were recording and stuff. It went good. Um, it went better than I thought it would. I mean, I didn't really know specifically what she. I didn't have like any kind of expectations or whatever. Hold on, she said it was supposed to post Saturday, right? Yeah. Did it post? No, but like I I think she posted a picture of talking to you, I think was what she yeah. had posted to her story maybe. That's how did I knew y'all. Mean, oh, did she mean like this Saturday like in 2 days? Yeah, I think Cause... this Saturday is the la- is the in the frightful fret of season 1 is what's uh, dropping. Okay. Look at us on the internet talking. Hell yeah. <laughs> what um oh. Oops, never mind. You know the funny thing is whenever you um whenever you said that um you don't think that um posting on Facebook does anything really. Yeah. I didn't notice how I didn't notice that until you until you actually said it because yeah I don't think posting on Facebook does shit for us like I don't look at our numbers and I don't necessarily care but yeah I don't get any I don't get any traction I don't get any like engagement on Facebook at all like no nope. like if I if I do an Instagram story. I only get like a, a handful of views. Well, if I do an Instagram story for the podcast, that only gets like a handful of views. Like that is, and like you would think, like I guess that's the part of the algorithm. Like you would think that even just having hundreds of followers, even for people just sort of clicking through it, you would get just kind of more views, or whatever. But but nah, man, it's uh yeah, that would make too much sense. <laughs> Yeah, Facebook is kind of a wasteland. It's all geared towards getting your money, man. And if you're not putting advertising dollars down, like the only thing you can do is like try to do a video or or a picture to try to get the algorithm and pick it up. But still, it's just going to get buried beneath everybody else's shit. Yeah, the algorithm is a bitch, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't listen. I, I could... I, I didn't hear it fully for the stream you were doing because my, for whatever reason, my Twitch video, when I stream you, I don't get good quality. Um, it's it, weird because you should. I'm, I'm broadcasting at 720, so I don't know. What's well, no, about. I'm like my, for whatever reason, it's like really sort of choppy when it comes to. Mm-hmm. So it's not smooth. Like it, it, like when you were streaming YouTube, when you were doing the um, Spider-Man game, it streamed evenly there. But anything else, for whatever reason, it's like 
really glitchy on my end. But I think it's me. I don't think it's actually you. Yeah, this is the first time I dropped any kind of frames at all, like, since I started using Ethernet. Like, I dropped 110, but then I think that was just, like, maybe an Internet, like, issue for a second. And normally I drop, like, zero frames um, when I'm hardwired in. So no, that's why well, I started doing it with everything. Well, the reason I brought it up, because I, I was saying, I don't know if you actually talked about this or not. Were you mad that you didn't make deleted scenes five? No. Why Why would I be mad? Did I sound mad? No, because I, I think you talked about Deleted Scenes 5. Oh, no. no. I, I was just saying I was just saying that Deleted Scenes was out um, oh, since okay. my episode. And I, I knew you'd already told me that anything that we had from our show was going to be in the next Deleted Scene. So I was just saying that there was my episode and there was probably going to be a new episode, which there was today. Um, so I, I was just, that was all I was saying now. Deleted so, Scenes 5 was hilarious, man. Cat Cat is awesome. I had so much fun with y'all, man. It was it was it was such a good time. It's probably one of the best experiences I've had podcasting and doing a doing a pod. No offense to you. Just, but just in a while, just just us three shooting the shit. And I had fun on the Alapal joint too. But it um I mean yeah. it, it's still it was still a lot of people and you're trying to take you wait your turn and everything, let things happen organically. No, man, like, yeah, I think I think it's always a more the merrier, in all honesty. Mm-hmm. There's always kind of a different synergy that kind of gets created in that kind of way. Because like, those other people, like, I never talked with those other three people, like, a day in my life. So right, it was cool bringing them on. And the funny thing is, it's actually, because even when I was recording with Mike and he had the the one guy on, the teacher that your wife was on that episode, like having like talking to him and Mike, like that one time we did, like that was pretty, that was pretty good experience. It was pretty fun. Um, I'm not, well, I think I know what happened with Mike, but he kind of, I'm surprised he didn't keep going with his, like him doing like those one-off podcasts. Like, I think he was, I don't, did you ever listen to the, the episode where it was, him, his wife, and like the two other women yes, that were on it. The one, the one that you had to edit for him. Is that the one he asked you to edit? Yeah. Yeah. What did you did, do? You remember? Me, I did listen to that. Do you remember that episode? Do you remember liking it? No, I, I thought it was really good. I had some trouble figuring out who was who because wasn't there like two ladies on and then his wife got on? So it ended up being yeah. like the four of them. I had some trouble telling who was who at times, but I thought the whole conversation the whole way through was really was really cool and I thought he did a good job controlling everything even after Tahira started coming for him. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he was kind of embarrassed by that. And oh, really? Because I mean, it was kind of it, it was they weren't really like they weren't like calling him out. Well, I mean, they were calling him out, but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't malicious, but it was kind of a thing where it's like um I don't think he was kind of prepared for that because, like, because when he asked me to edit it, he said something along the lines of he couldn't edit it because I guess he was kind of too close to the material. Yeah, and, I thought it was about Black Panther, about uh, about Chadwick dying and everything is what I thought when I was listening to it because they said, oh, he just died. And I thought they got they just all had this moment and they kind of grieved together and stuff. And it's told her to be not that thing at all. And I realized it was about them kind of telling him he was trash. <laughs> yeah. And so it's kind of, I mean, getting, like, getting accused of being a trash husband, that's, it's kind of hard. Like, it's, yeah. It's, it's hard it's, for any man to take. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. And he, and he still hasn't dropped that one with Angel and Franz on it either. Um, yeah, he did. I heard it. He, he did. When did he drop it? Did I miss it? Yeah, you missed it. Because um, there was the there was the first one he did with Angel, and I knew that one came out. But then there was a second one he did right when uh, like he did it two months ago. Oh, I was on that you, call. He never did drop it. That's the only reason why I right. remember. It. That's right. why I asked him about it. He's like, I thought I dropped it, and I was like, No, you never dropped that one. You dropped the first one, but you never dropped the second one. I don't know why he never. Because I don't know why. Like I like I think he. I think he forgot about it because he sounded like he 
he was like, I dropped it. I think he forgot he has a second one sitting there. Oh shit. Yeah. Um my my boy while not, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but did uh hold on. I'm looking at the deleted scenes right now. Yeah. Um let's just two one. Yeah, it's your deleted scenes are well so far I need to re listen, but it's it's at least thirty to forty minutes. So there's gonna be a lot there. Gotcha. Uh we're supposed to record Monday. Um if we don't record Monday, we're not gonna have an episode, basically. Um so we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, Why you think there's a chance that y'all don't record or something? Like y'all got things going on? Um, I mean, it could be kind of crazy, just kind of like the day before the election. So I don't, um, I don't know if I'll be in a mood to record then. Honestly, understandable. Yeah. Yeah, but but we'll kind of see. Okay, that makes sense. Oh man. I'm kind of so, I'm kind of glad that the episodes were because when I was since I with the way we started out and then me having all those issues, I kind of wasn't focused and I'm really glad we swerved to go in a different direction because I, I could have pulled it back in, but I, I, that that beginning was a little rough because I was literally listening to you one ear while I'm trying to figure out all this mess with the computer and stuff. So uh, I am glad that we swerved away from it. I think we hit the main points, though. I mean, we could have easily talked about it the whole time if we had stayed on topic, and it would have been fine. But, yeah, it worked out much better the way it happened. Hilarious. Oh, I need to do a reminder for people for uh, Sunday after next. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, I'm gonna be hella tired that day too, cause I'm doing. I'm. Did I tell you I'm doing this 24 hour charity stream on November 7th? Uh no. What are you doing yeah. it for? Uh, like uh, it's called Extra Life is the program, and they like raise money for Children's Miracle Network, and we're playing for um WVU hospitals. So going over to my to Angel's cousin's house, um, and me and her husband's going to do it, and they're going to have a couple people over, and um like his best friend and they've, they've all been quarantining for this to make sure that they could still do it. So they all been working from home and stuff. So they haven't been around like a whole bunch of people and stuff. And, and plus we've seen them a few times since everything's happened. So I'm planning on going over there and I think they start at eight on Saturday morning and they go until eight on Sunday morning. And if do the clocks roll back that weekend too, so it might be a 25 hour stream. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. So what games are they playing? Um, I'm just bringing a whole bunch. Like I'll be, I'll be running my own setup and everything. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna play Spider-Man, of course. Bring some PS3 stuff. Um, I'm gonna be playing Among Us, Marcus. Hell yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, just whatever, whatever holds my attention. Some 2K. Y'all can watch how terrible I am at 2K and shit like that. Watch how how I run my offense. <laughs> <laughs> on like pro because I, I i'm not that great of a 2k player i just play it for the love of 2k even though it's oh, the same yes. trash game every single year uh but yeah there there'll be a whole bunch of different ideas i'll be i'll be messing around with and i i had said i mentioned to him last time i talked to him i i might try to record a podcast pretty early on like maybe mid-morning just knock out an hour or so and see how that goes so i might do that too Oh shit! Well, I mean, I know you said you, um, you're gonna, well, you wanted to make it, but um, if not, like, you know, we can still do like a rundown afterwards or kind of catch you up after that. But um, I forget even get what time I even have for. I think I, I think I, I think did you put six. five or maybe maybe six. Let me let me see. Let me see what my calendar says. That's the docs. I have so many freaking icons. Everything looks the same. <laughs> Wasn't it on my calendar? I accepted the invite. It's the six, right? No, yeah. I'm. I'm looking. I'm. I'm looking at the wrong end of the month, Marcus. That's what the problem is. Ah, oh, goodness. You have it set for. 
5 to 6 p.m. Okay. Yeah, I'll do the reminder for that shortly. I'll do it tomorrow because it's kind of late. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people miss it. Um, Yeah. The stream looks the stream looks pretty good though, man. I'm trying to catch part. Yeah, we good, we good. I I made the mistake of putting this this voice thing on my computer, like to manage the levels before I started, and that's what really threw a bunch of shit off. Is because my oh, my speakers are routed to it and everything else, and it's I'm like you know what I don't really need this shit. So that that's probably <laughs> what the whole problem was to begin with. I should have just left everything alone. Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> have you been watching WWE football at all? Fuck no. Like Hilarious. we'll have we'll have it on, man. But I don't care. I so don't care about football anymore. Like even the Raiders, I don't care. Like, oh, you so you're over football completely. I d- I don't know what it is, and and I know I talked about it, like not really being in the sports on the pod and stuff, and that was just more of getting used to it not being around and then find other things occupy my time. But like the first week or so I, I watched red zone a little bit and it was fine. And then like the last two weeks or so, I just really don't care. Like, I, I don't care who, like I'll check the Raider score. That's about the extent of it. And that that's all. And and I, I don't care who's on whose teams. I don't care who has COVID. I don't care who said what. I don't care who broke what. I mean, I feel bad for Odell. That just sucks. Um, but no, I, I literally have the smallest amount of interest in the NFL that I've had in my entire life. And I've already been fading out on NCAA for the past few years. So mm. I, I, I like we'll have the games on on Saturday and stuff. But, you know, I don't have expectations. It's like. All right, the game's on, and if we score, yay. If we don't, not surprised. Whatever. <laughs> I don't no, know what it is. I was getting into baseball though. I was getting into baseball pretty good, and pretty good for a while. But, but not football, man. And I don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's too barbaric for me anymore. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, well, WVU is is mediocre still. Like they um. I think, I'm pretty sure they're two and two or that three sounds and right. two. Uh, they they the last they lost their last game when they should have actually won it, yep. but they blew it. It wasn't like a referee thing. Like like um, Neil Brown didn't have any balls to go for it on fourth down, so it was like it was like they were. I forget what how much they lost by. I think it was like six or whatever. Yeah, and it was fourth quarter. They were on about their 45-yard line, and it was like five minutes left in the game. And it was like a fourth and eight or something like that. And instead of going for it, they punted, and I think it was Texas Tech. And Texas Tech held the ball for about four and a half minutes, they they stopped them on defense, but they chewed like four. They chewed so much clock off the off the time that it was only like forty seconds, and they were on their like ten yard line. Yeah. So instead of like, and it, it's kind of like, what's there to lose? Like, if you go for it and you don't get it, you have to rely on your defense anyway. But this way, you at least have the ball in your hand and. You can try to do something. It was just like no nuts at all. And so they, they <laughs> lost that game. And it's like it's a pandemic season. We are barely over five hundred. Well, I think we're at five hundred or barely over it. Like there's there's no there's no purpose to this 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 season. Like they're not gonna beat anyone noteworthy and yeah. Like they're I mean, the the bet the the best quarterback in the nation who was projected to be the first round pick he is the rona so like it's like oh yeah when you said when i said your boy got the rona or said got covid i meant joe budden's got covid no i i knew it i knew what you're saying okay i I did i did the pivot on purpose well that that was pretty smart no i did not know fuck joe budden (sighs) 
I'm over yeah. his trash ass too. I, I finally, finally, I, I got rid of all the all the stuff. So if podcast possible on YouTube, I'm like, I don't want to see this. I unfollowed the podcast. The only thing I follow is Joe Budden Fitz. That's that's just hilarious. But that's actually oh Joe Budden Fitz is fucking hilarious. But it's actually interesting. I um. When did he announce he got the Rona? Because I, I didn't hear it, and it's actually not trending. I thought it was today he said that, because Elliot, Elliot had retweeted it. So I assumed he had um Joe... Who am I looking for? Joe Williams. How about Joe Budden? Let me see here. Yeah, right here. So I have the COVID. I'm pretty sure this affects our pod schedule. And then his next tweet was, Call Bill Simmons so he can walk you through Zoom set up to record. Did you hear that story? Uh, what? What's when Joe was cussing out Spotify for like two and a half episodes? He said that when the pandemic hit, they had kept recording and kept meeting up to record, and then they decided eventually, all right, we're not going to meet up anymore. They didn't want to do Zoom, um, so they're like, we're just going to take a break for a while, uh, a few weeks. And he said that Spotify had Bill Simmons call him and walk him how to do a Zoom meeting. And according to Joe, Joe said that he was already in a bad place because his father was literally dying of cancer in the hospital. And Bill Simmons out of nowhere calls him and says, hey, Zoom is really easy to use. Um, This is what you need to do in order to use it. And I'm pretty sure, well, maybe I think giving white men the benefit of the doubt kind of has led us to where we are in this country right now. But I would hope is a better phrase. I would hope Bill wouldn't necessarily be that callous. Like, hopefully, he was like, "Hey, Joe's Bill. Um, you know, we. I just wanted to see how you were doing with the recording because I heard you on hiatus. But if you want to use Zoom, it'd be a better way. I mean, Joe. If Joe, first of all, Joe told the story, it it has to be some level of fabrication. Like, yes. I'm I'm very certain he is a he is a pathological liar. Like, I'm very certain. He didn't do like button just did not do like a geek squad thing. Hi, Mr. Buttons. Like I heard you need to humble your zoom, your zoom layer. Like your zoom, zoom, zoom. Like I'm, I'm very certain if, if Button said that happened, it did not happen. I'm, I'm, I mean, and Simmons not a glad hand, so I'm very certain Simmons like at least try to be at least friendly and like try to talk him through doing the walkthrough or whatever. Um. And I st- so well, maybe Joe Budden blocked me, but um, oh damn, he didn't. I I see his fucking tweets, Marf. Um, I thought he blocked me at one point, but I actually blocked him because this is like when he was pill button, and he was really getting my nerves apparently. And I think I blocked him, but then I went to go check on him like a while later, and I was like, oh, he blocked me. What I say? And I realized I had blocked him. <laughs> hilarious. Um, but yeah, I saw you. It's funny, he tweeted that, but none of that shit made my TL, which I guess maybe my TL is actually smartening up now. So Look at this. Walmart removes guns and ammunition from store floors amid civil unrest. Look, They're listening to the podcast as we were recording it, Marcus. I mean, if they were really about it, would have never been selling guns to these fucking hicks before. So. Big facts. Oh, Justin Turner. What a mess that was. I didn't even touch that. I was like, nope. You know what? What? I don't really care. I mean, I, I care, but I'm good. No need to complain about him not being smart enough to stay off the field. I know you just won the World Series, but uh, you're not going to lose your ring because you're not out there, buddy. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't... Well, we touched on like a lot of stuff. I'm really surprised they didn't get to that. It's the MLB... If any one of those kids gets Rona, the MLB should be extremely responsible for that. Yes. Yes, 100%. That's a highly dangerous thing. And like, it's there. And MLB was trying to, MLB was trying to spin it as like, well, he knew he tested, but he, he, we couldn't keep him off the field. Like, no, like you literally, you pulled him from a fucking World Series game. Like you had the authority to tell security to 
to escort him off of the field. Right. Because he has a right. fucking Rona. Like, it's... it's stupid. Yeah. Here's a random question. When's the last time you listened to a Common album? Um, a Common album or a new Common album? Because those are kind of different questions. A new, uh, a newer Common album. The like, last, the last common album I listened to was "Nobody Smiling," and that came out when I was in the middle of a very low period of my relationship with my now ex girlfriend back in Morgantown, where yeah, we really, we really like. <laughs> it's so funny, like we really like at least one bad conversation away from breaking up. We didn't break up, and then. We ended up breaking up like uh, at least a couple of months later, so it was probably a sign that we probably should have broke up then. But, but, um, but yeah, yeah nobody's six smiling. years old. Damn, that's crazy. Oh shit! Um, I guess we stayed together for another year. God damn, the time is fucking. <laughs> Bro, time means nothing anymore. Yo, time it, is it doesn't. Fine. It really doesn't. I thought that was 2015. Nobody smiled. 2014. It was 2014. I thought it was 15 too because um, I, I didn't realize oh. it came out the year Leah was born and shit. That's crazy. Oh, you know what? We stayed together for another two fucking years. Oh my god. Dang, because I I remember I because it was at a landlord he used to live way because where I used to live. It wasn't a big deal to get to my landlord, but when my car died, it was a fucking hassle. And we, shit, yeah, we were actually, yeah, we legit probably were like a bad argument from breaking up. But then something happened, and then we weren't anymore, and then we were okay. And right. then, and then we were together for another two years, and it, it kind of sucked. But. <laughs> I don't I don't blame her for that. Like I, I should not I needed to leave Morgantown like way I should have left Morgantown probably like twenty thirteen. I didn't leave until like twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Yeah, it was twenty seventeen so. when you left because you came you came to the house in twenty seventeen and a few weeks later you're like, I'm leaving. I'm like, um what? Yeah. Yeah, I I, um, no, you actually told me that night, I think, that you were moving to San Antonio. Like, probably after we recorded, I think you told me that you were moving. Oh, oh no, I, well, no, I, I moved back to, to Maryland to live with my mom. Right, and, right. So it was, you were just moving in general. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and the plan was to come out here to visit Danielle and to kind of see, like, how, how that would go. Uh, well, actually, hold on. Cause I think when I came, cause when I came to visit you, it was still cold and I'm trying to think. Cause I think I, I think I may have went to, it wasn't that cold cause the playoffs were on. Yeah, it was. Cause that was the night that the Rockets got thumped by the Spurs. Cause that was in the background when we were watching. Um, yeah. cause we were, when we were doing the pod was they literally just dropped it. What was that game seven? And they lost by like 30 some points. Yeah. Down. But yeah. Time fucking flies, man. It oh, does. Oh my god, man. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. And a funny like I don't even I legit don't even know the next time I'm coming back on the East Coast. Like mm-hmm. I know I was I was thinking the idea of flying, but with this third wave coming, like I don't think I don't think I'm gonna fly at all. Right. I don't so, blame you. Yeah, the only reason I asked is because he has a new album that's about to come out, and I realized that I'm going to be three common albums behind. <laughs> I, I don't even because I didn't listen to that the Taylor Swift album cover album. I didn't listen to that one, and I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, the because there was like a like a Hotep one that came out after Nobody Smiling, which is which is very interesting because he went mega mili- he went super militant on Nobody Smiling. And then he went like his next album, which I don't even know what it's even called. It was called Black America Again. I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. It came out November 4th, 2016. And this is the background. This is all it says on the background on Wikipedia. Common felt the need to release the album due to the American election year. And that's it. I mean, bro. Like, 
Well, I mean, it's funny. Like, I consider Common one of my favorite rappers, and I, I checked out after Nobody Smiling. And the funny is, Nobody Smiling was actually a pretty solid album. I thought it, so too, man. I thought it was it, really good. It didn't get any kind of critical acclaim, and I was kind of sad by that. But I mean, I haven't revisited it since 2014, so I haven't listened to it in a long ass time. So I don't know if it holds up anymore. And that was kind of time when. He was doing those fucking. He was doing the Windows commercials. The, oh shit! The AI, AI, and all that bullshit. Like, yep. So I was, I was kind of off a of comment back then. But I mean, that's kind of like how. That's kind of like how like a lot of, if there's if there's a rapper that, I know what I want to get for them. There's kind of no need to kind of like keep revisiting that. Well, like, like um. I never listened to Run the Jewels 4 because it's kind of like I love Run the Jewels 1 and 2 and I liked 3. I didn't necessarily love 3. I liked 3. Um, but it's kind of like I already know kind of what I'm going to get from them. Right. So I'm so I I didn't feel the need to to listen to it. Um I I'm like that with like JD Kiss and like Styles P like I don't like I love them for what they did in like the late nineties and two thousands, but I don't I don't need to really kind of listen to their new shit anymore, honestly, because it's kind of yeah. like the I only listened to the I only watched a video that had DMX in it. I did, I didn't never listen to the whole album. I'm with you. Yeah, and actually, I'm I'm like that with J Cole. Like I like I haven't listened to a new J Cole album. I'm I'm like two albums behind. I listened to 2014 Four Sales Drive, which the the thing that happened because I know you were really big on the album before that the with the devil kid on the album cover yeah uh, uh, born center born center um, I listened to born center like three or four times and like I didn't have any kind of need to go back to it I listened to twenty four uh, twenty fourteen like three or four times and I didn't feel the need to go back to it. When that happened for the consecutive albums, I, I knew I wasn't really missing anything new with, with J. Cole anymore. So I, I missed his last solo album and I didn't listen to the Dreamers album. Well, I didn't listen to Dreamers. I listened to KOD and I was bored. I said that on the pod. Um, I listened to for your for your eyes only. It took me a few listens, but I think it's good. I haven't re-listened to it recently though. I still love Born Center. Um, Sideline story is fine. Cold World is what it is. And then Forest Hills, I listened to that over the summer. And I always thought Forest Hills was just so good. And I listened to it this time. And I was like, maybe Forest Hills isn't as good as I thought it was. Like, it has a couple joints. But yeah. maybe it's not as good as it It had. Maybe it just hadn't aged well, which is which is just crazy. Um, some music is timeless and some music is like that was of that era and you didn't think it was in that time. I mean, it kind of hurts to kind of admit it, but I'm, I'm like that with Wale. Like now, like I, um, I was, I was legit probably the, even though I, even though his cousin went to WVU, I was legit probably the biggest Wale fan outside of him. Actually, shit, I was probably a bigger fan than him. In all honesty, like I used to listen to Wale like all the time. Wait, a bigger fan than of Wale his was cousin. himself or his cousin? <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, I was a bigger fan of Wale more than his cousin. And his cousin, I think I was up there with you though. I was probably the second biggest fan in Morgantown, if if not bigger than you. Like the night that he came to perform that one time at um out there at Milan Park, or whatever. Yeah. And I got him on camera, man. That was like that was awesome for me. I was such a Wale fan. I got like every tape. I got. I was listening to everything in my hands on, and then that freaking attention deficit dropped, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah. that was." It, it had a couple of joints, but if the best if the best thing about that album is the J Cole feature, then like you know, it's it's no good. I never and, listened to it more than more than the first time. Never went back to it. That I remember. And and I wrote the Titans of twenty nine, uh, Titans of two thousand nine. It was about how much the album flopped, and how I didn't want. To, I in in the moment I didn't want to admit how that album was wasn't good, and I, it finally took me twenty sixteen to actually write. Yeah, this album was not good, 
And the funny thing is, I listened to his last project, um, the one that came out with, uh, uh, in, in February. Yeah, but yeah, it was February, but it was, it was a store that burned down. It was the hundreds when it, the album covers the hundreds. When oh that got yeah, and that album it was okay, but it's like, I. Going to the wall, like, well, it just kind of, it, it kind of is what it is now. Like, I, I still think he can rap, and I think that he wants to do. The imperfect was it the imperfect storm? Was that the one? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. I haven't I listened, listened to this at all. I listened to that. I listened to it like once. Um, it wasn't bad, but is it kind of like for artists when you kind of know what they want, what what they are going to do? It, it's kind of no surprise anymore. So it's kind of like. You know, you can, you can kind of move on from artists and then not really be like that bad of a thing. Yeah, like, like it's it's not necessarily bad, but it's kind of like you know, it's just it's kind of not for me anymore. Um, so fuck, I yeah, with Wale, I wasn't a big fan. Attention deficit, ambition was not what I was looking for. I um, hated ambition. I think ambition only had two good songs. And and like it was it was getting it was getting praised, but I didn't see it. Like people liked it. Yeah, like uh, I'm looking at the list now. That was just nuts. Like there's there's some people that call it out my classic, and that's a fucking stretch. Nah, man. Like I remember bait being a real. I really like bait off of that. I thought that joint was nasty. That's song one, and no. not saying that's good song number one. Okay, and uh, DC, DC or, or nothing. nothing. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, that's I, I had a feeling. Two. And then, of course, you know how I feel about the gifted. I feel like it's the best thing he's ever done. Yeah, gifted is gifted is the best. Gifted. Well, I think gifted is the best album he's done. I still, I would still give mixtape the OG mixtape about nothing. The best project he's ever done, but I would yeah. I still say Gifted is probably, I mean shit I would say it's probably number two. So it's like it's right there anyway. I I still think eighty eight is probably the best song like he's ever. Oh my made. god, yeah, like I would, so good. Yeah. And I I was disappointed with the album about nothing because it's like. I don't know. Like it was fine, and there's some couple, yeah. couple joints, but it just wasn't what I wanted to be. So uh, the summer on sunset mixtape, I actually thought that was really good. I was I was excited about that, and then I listened to that Shine album at Disney World, and I was I was like, nah, this ain't it, man. Yeah. And you're just you're just singing the whole time, and the only song I like was the very last joint on there that had Phil Aid and Zyla Moon on it. That smile joint, that's the only joint I fuck with. Everything else is sound like him going like this and and, and you I mean I did yeah, the review. Uh, I never I never listened to I downloaded Someone Sunset. I never listened to it. I, I never listened to Shine. Um I thought that uh I thought the album about nothing it had a couple of good songs. But I would say it was the the white shoes, the white shoes, definitely, and the Houston song. Some the I forget what it's called, but that Houston song, the one time in Houston. Yeah, I would say those are the best two songs on the album. Outside of those, I probably listened to the album about nothing, maybe four times. That's about where I'm at, four to five. Yeah, so it's kind of like I mean, I think Wally's career. I think Wall's career is interesting because he had I don't I think if attention deficit had not flopped, I think his career would have been totally different. I think if he would have made the album that he wanted to make, I think his career would be totally different. Hey, what's up everybody? WWE Hall of Famer, the Godfather here. Special shout out to B Hyphen and Handsome Bane for the WrestleCast Power Hour. And it's available everywhere. Podcasts or streams. So everybody check them out. You know the Godfather will. And it's time once again for everybody at the Hyphen Podcast Group to come aboard the Ho!
know you later, sweaty marks. But it it didn't work out that way. And I think now it's kind of like, I think he, you know, he got, he did Lotus Flower Bomb. He had bait. He had, uh, he had clappers. Like, so he had like these commercially viable songs that, that were popular. And I think he wanted to kind of stay in that vein of just sort of making like popular music. And then the mixtapes that he's doing now, I think he's trying to get more into the artistic space of it, but he's still kind of doing that singy songy thing where to me, it's just, it's just, this is not, I don't necessarily want rappers to kind of do that. Right. This ain't it. Yeah. And so, so yeah, like, I mean, I think, Hopefully, I think he's making, from his perspective, I hope he's making the music that he actually wants to make. Um, oh, the last, actually, the last dope thing he made, I would just say it's flat out dope, was the Festivus mixtape. I Yo, fuck with Festivus mixtape. Festivus was, was super dope. I yeah. think, is it on streaming? I think I just saw it. Or was that Falorin? Yeah, I think Falorin is on here. But oh, I don't the, think Festivus, because Festivus. That's that Falorin mixtape was not good. That I was really sad. I think that may be the first project he did while I was just flat out sad. Well, that was the prelude like, into um, Ambition. So, yeah, it makes sense that that you wouldn't like it. Nike Boots is still... Nike Boots still goes, yo. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Festivus is on... No, nah, it's it's Festivus it's on um, Dat Piff. I can't believe Dat Piff is still a thing. And if you try to look for anything on that site outside of Google, it's it, you can't get anywhere. It just all, it all like loops on to itself. It's ridiculous. It's so terribly maintained. Are you listening to any of the um, Griselda niggas? Um, I want. I need to listen to Benny's project. I I do like Griselda. I have listened to some of their some of their stuff, but I need to listen to Burden of Proof. I know somebody's going crazy for. Burden of proof, I'm sure. I he who shall not be named. I listened to it once. Yeah. Um, I don't even but, want to listen to this now because it has Lil Wayne and Sean on this Sean song. <laughs> and Wayne's verse is actually good for a change. Uh, um, I think, I think you'll fuck with it. I do think, because you never listen to West Side Gun, right? You never listen. listen to, to an album from Gun? Not a, not a whole album, no. I've heard some songs. So, I actually I think Gun, I think What's Like Gun is probably, technically speaking, probably the weakest rapper of Griselda. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's kind of like the head of it, so it's like you know, right? Like he's kind of like the Hollywood Hogan. Like he's not necessarily <laughs> like, he's not the best in the group, but he's the most popular. Gotcha. Um, that's actually a really good analogy. Um, and tweet so that, tweet that shit, tweet it. And so, like Conway is definitely Kevin Nash, and Benny is definitely uh, Benny's definitely Scott Hall. I I I do think you'll I do think you'll fuck with this album, um, especially Legend, the last song Legend. Like yeah, that's the joint that he he that Hit Boy said he was crying in the studio and shit, right? Is that yeah, the one they're talking so. about? Yeah. Hit Boy's been putting in work, man. Did you listen to that new Nas at all? No, nah, I'm I'm off of Nas, but how was mm-hmm. it? it? It's fine. Uh, it's it's better, way better than Nas ear, and it's <laughs> listenable. Oh, uh, did you ever get into Gibbs? Did you ever listen to Freddie Gibbs? I still haven't listened to Freddie. I got it saved. Bro, you I need, got it saved. Yo, bro. I'm telling you, listen to First, you need to listen to Bandana. Let's you see. To... I got I got Bandana saved. I got Pinata saved. Oh no, I'm sorry. You need to listen to Pinata first. Because that's the first tape he did with um uh the Lyceum Dude. I forget his name. Fuck Mad Lib. You need to listen to Pinata. You need to let that breathe for at least get run that at least a week or two. Then let it breathe, and then you want to go to Bandana. Like, Bandana is fucking awesome. I think it was the best album of 2018 or 2019. 19. Yeah. Um, the last one he did with um, 
Alfredo. Alchemist. Yeah. I've I heard, I've that, have heard some of Alfredo. I think that's dope. But they're they're different because they're different producers, they do different things. So they, they kind of accomplish different things. But I think Freddie has probably established himself as the best active rapper out now. I, I don't think anyone's really challenged that, honestly. Um but Benny Benny album is really good. Um it's good. I listen to once it's good. Um other than that, um I miss Conway dropped two projects and I missed one of it. Conway dropped um Lulu, which was like a five You've been listening to Barack Obama Approved, world's greatest podcast, hosted by Kellen Conley and his semi-regular co-host, Marcus Schoen Mad Love Bronson. Find Kellen on Twitter and Twitch at B hyphen, Instagram at the B hyphen, on Facebook at hyphen universe. Same for YouTube. Follow Marcus on Twitter at Schoen Mad Love, S-A-O-W-I-N-M-A-D-L-O-B. Email the show at B hyphen at gmail.com. Music by No Name Tim. This has been a production of Hyphen Podcast Group, hyphenpodcastgroup.com, or hyphenuniverse.com. Have a good rest of your day, everybody, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week or weekend. Thanks, y'all. This is a Hyphen Podcast production. Are you not entertained?